Geek Loves Nerd Podcast is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out right now at DrawYouAPicture.com. It's Geek Loves Nerd Podcast, trying to find something to comment since 1996. Nerd loves Hi, how are you? Welcome to Geek Loves Nerd Podcast. Who are you talking like A that? sobering report <laughs> on the status of our wonderful marriage. Um, no, it's uh, Geek Loves Nerd Podcast, uh, show number 33. Wow. Brought to you the week of January 8th, 2009. I know, it's so awesome. It's a lot uh, of shows. I'm James, I'm the geek. And I'm Jen, I'm the nerd. And we're a married couple, trying to find something in common since 1996. It's tough life, but somebody's got to live it. And uh, I hold in my hand a very interesting type of stick. This is known by most people as a rock band drumstick. Mm-hmm. But by our four-year-old daughter, it's known as a weapon of destruction against her brother. <laughs> she just hit him with it really hard. I only have one. There's still another one out there somewhere, <laughs> Jen. not good. It could be picked up by any passing mm-hmm. four-year-old girl and used against our or, fledgling son. Or by our fledgling son and used against our four-year-old daughter. Well, maybe that's why there's two. Maybe. There's balance in the universe after all. Mm-hmm. But anyway, welcome to episode 33. It's been a while since we've done one uh, of these. And that wasn't the plan. But, you know, holidays and stuff and, um, and, and you know, just wives, mm-hmm. it, it gets to be a lot to handle. Wives are a big problem. They, they really can be at times. It's not. And children. Not necessarily my wife, of course. Of course not. But all the other people's wives. Well, yeah. Yeah. So annoying. But, um. Yeah, we, we had a good time. We're going to talk about a little bit of that, and uh, and we're going to do that, I guess, right now. It's weekly update time, Jen. Let's, let's kind of update the people on what's been going on in our life. Um, I, I wanted you to share a little bit about your uh, your experience. Was it today at the store? Yes, today. Yeah, you've been dying to share this. Oh, this is so exciting. No, I... She, she found a bald woman, a bald old lady no. at the store. It was so no. weird. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. not happening. Not even that exciting. No, uh, there's a certain store I always like to shop at, and it's only in Kansas, which um, we live in Missouri, and it sounds far away, but it's about 20 minutes away. So I don't go there very often, but I decided to go today because Jenna was in preschool, and um, I'm going to the store to look for some clothes, and it has big um, store closing sign, and everything's marked down 50 to 70% off, and I got all excited because I'm like, oh, I'll find some great stuff. I go in the store... And I start looking around, and there's a lot of short sleeves, which is kind of odd. And then the other thing I notice is I start seeing some shirts that, like, my sister gave me last year or the year before. Then I saw a shirt I bought about two or three years ago. They stole my clothes, and they're selling them. (laughs) And I realize that 
because the store was closing, they had shipped all their old, old inventory mm -hmm. from all the stores to the store closing store. Mm -hmm. And uh, they weren't selling anything recent. They weren't selling anything you would really want to wear or would really be in style. But they were able to mark down everything because it was stuff they really wanted to get rid of anyway. So this was stuff in a warehouse somewhere. I'm sure. Like, and they had probably shipped out all the good clothes to a real store. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they took so th their current You think clothes. they do this all the time? Like they must. Every store that goes out of business? Especially when you think about these stores that go out of business for like, have you ever noticed they go out of business for like six months? Yeah, every every six months they go out of business. Yeah, or they're just go going they, out of business sale. They forever. hire some hobo to stand in a sandwich board <laughs> yeah, by the side do. of the road dressed as Lady Liberty and wave at people. It's <laughs> it's very it's demeaning. It's scary. It always makes me want to buy clothes. Anyway, that, that was my big weekly update. A hobo sandwich. <laughs> You're weird. Man. <coughs> All right. So um, I, I, um, I I mentioned this on Nobody's Listening Podcast at NLCast.com. Check it out. It's a real podcast. It's oh awesome. Oh, my gosh. It's not that good. Um, it's not near as good as I this I have one. a beard. And, and I, I want to mention on both shows because I know some of you that listen to NLCast was probably going, you know, I hope they talk about the beard. Um, this is my weekly update, but I, I definitely want to share it with you. I, I started growing a beard around the holidays because I didn't shave for like, you know, three or four days. And, and when I did, I, I really liked what I saw, you know, I liked, really liked the I liked hair. the facial hair. So I trimmed it up and carved it down. And, uh, I am told by many of my geek friends that I look like a guard on World of Warcraft. But um, I I always think that too. Yeah, I know, and and so I really want to get your opinion first. Let me butter it up and and just set you up by saying that the heater is running in the house, but <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that everybody likes my beard. Everybody has anybody said I don't like your beard. Nobody has anybody missed your face. Every single person that has seen me comments on the beard and says they like it. There was one person that called me Burly. Was that me? No. Oh, who was it? It was some random person that works in the nursery oh. at church. But everybody else is like, wow, you look good. And it started with older black women. Mm -hmm. I had two in a row comment on me, and I was like, okay, so the older minorities like me, female minorities. And then it, and then it, it kept growing to old white females. Mm, older so older people like and so i was like okay i'm impressing the old folks period just straight across the board because i thought maybe you know it, it's just it was just something maybe about the beard and uh and then uh then the men started commenting and then the kids started commenting and the kids and liked it kids liked it at first they were like you need to shave off your goatee and i'm like that would look really weird because I'd have mutton chops then. I have a full beard. <laughs> have you ever thought about doing mutton chops? No, okay. I haven't. No, right. no more than I've thought about just le letting my neck hair grow and shaving <laughs> off my cheeks. <laughs> it would be perverse. so scary if you had neck hair. Yeah, just neck hair. <laughs> just neck hair. It would be a lot yeah. easier. Just look like I wore, a, you know, a woolly hat underneath. So you my shave chin. your neck every day, still? Yeah, more more or less. You can get away with once in a while not doing it. Mm. But um, anyway, so everybody likes it. Uh, can you give your four one one, yo? Um, I would say looks wise, I like it. Okay, good. That's the first time good. I've heard that. I've been wondering, stressing, I, crying. I I think you look attractive. Can mm -hmm. I say that on the show? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. But um. It's still picky. I do have picky. to say. It's picky. 
What can you for those people that don't speak Jenna for or speak? What does picky mean? It means the little hairs poke and pick. Do they do they seek you out? Yes. Or is it only during specific times? It's only when I kiss you. Okay. Am I allowed and, to say that on yeah, the show? And, and I just want to say this. We have limited our smooching. Actually, no. We have actually grown our... Because I realized we hadn't smooched for a while. And I'm not talking about make-outs, makey-outy stuff. So don't be all tripping on me, peeps. Uh, I'm talking about, like, kiss, like a peck. We we do not kiss once a day. And so we did, I decided, I was like, dang, it's been four days. We have not pecked. We have not smooched. We have not kissed. And so we have a one kiss minimum mm. per day. It's not a maximum. It's a minimum. minimum. So, um, and we've been testing out. My theory is that once the once the hairs on, it's specifically, she's telling me, the ones under my nostrils. The mustache, yeah, type the mus- the stash, the part. stash. You have a stash. The Magnum PI. If you just had a stash, I couldn't couldn't handle it. But uh, I'm telling her that once it grows out, it'll lay, and it'll it'll be like long hairs. Once I get the ends curled up like an old twenties baseball player, mm. you won't feel it. There's also a theory I have about mustache paste or wax. No. That will that will Black. slim it out, and, and so if if any of you ladies are married to a burly man, and he has facial hair, and you still are makey outy with him, give me some tips, or actually give Jen some tips. Makey outy, yeah. Mm. I got it off Homestar. I could right wear like a face mask, <laughs> ski mask. <laughs> yeah, you could grow your mustache out. Oh, oh! oh now oh. we have to cancel the show because you're yeah. rude, and you have a dumb sound effect. <laughs> To help your rudeness. Actually, I should have played this one. I should uh, let me recreate that one. Let's see. Uh, you could grow out your mustache. <gasps> there you go. Mm, yeah. So. Okay, so that's the beard update. We'll keep you updated, folks. But yeah, send us some tips. We're always giving you guys advice. Give us some, Dad Um We also had Christmas somewhere in there. Yeah, we did. And like two yeah, weeks ago or so. Yeah, we had a birthday, and then New Year's hit, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so rather than go through all the details about our Christmas, because that's kind of personal, yeah, especially since we celebrate it nude. Um, oh God, you are so weird. Kidding. Nude meaning not wearing anything but pajamas. Mm. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite Christmas gift that you got this year? Definitely my Wii Fit. Yeah. And my book. Who got you those items? Um, hmm, let me think. Some um, bearded man named yeah, Santa? Strange bearded man named James. Named James, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but who's enjoying your We Fit the most? Our daughter. Yeah. For some odd reason. Yeah. She is obsessed with it. Yeah, she, she cries loves it. when we have to get her off. <laughs> she would rather do that than watch TV. Yeah. She'd rather Which do that. Which is great. I don't yeah. care. Kind of feel guilty because you're like... You're playing video games all day, but she's moving around and working out and mm-hmm. unlocking all these games, staring at candles. It's great. Yeah. Um, aren't you going to ask me what my favorite Christmas gift what was? What was your favorite Christmas gift? Well, it's hard to say. I think the one your grandma gave me, but uh, no, I'm mm. kidding. The, my favorite Christmas Money? gift. Money? Yeah. <laughs> my favorite gift, Christmas gift, I believe, uh, would have to be... And, and I know you're going to think I'm going to say th- the 360 game because it was the most expensive. But I, I was very impressed with the Darth Vader, um, what do they call it? What was it called? The Amiibo? No. I don't know. It's a standy. Oh, man. It's squishy. No. <laughs> I don't think of the name now. I don't know what they're called. It's this little character. And they're all shaped the same, but they paint them different. Dadgummit, I can't remember the name. Um, 
But anyway, it's it's a very cool figure. And the reason why it's so cool is it's one of the things I asked for. And anytime you get me something I asked for, that's that's an easy that's an easy thing for me because I used to never get anything I wanted. Yeah, your life was tough. Yeah, it was very tough. But um, yeah, I loved it. it. And the reason I guess it even made more of an impact on me is because I had asked for this Darth Vader character, the specific kind. And when I first opened my first gift, I got a Darth Vader character, but it was like the ones. You know the little old, um, the little old uh, characters. Like I don't know figurines. Yeah, the, no, not figurines. Action figures. Oh, action sh- figures. Short yeah. ones. You know that that you used to get back in the eighties. And I was like, oh, this is cool, but it wasn't what I wanted. And my second gift I opened, you know, was and here it is, Mighty Mugs. It was a Mighty, a Mighty Mug. Mugs character, and I was like, because Jenna told me they were sold out, and blah, they were, blah. but I came across one somewhere yeah, in one, one Target. All so right I was thrilled. Point. My heart raced. Much like uh, what's her name in in Twilight, mm. my heart just stopped for a moment. Because like you were I'd in love sw- with the vampire yeah. too. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, let's move on to some kids stuff. Uh, we already mentioned Jenna on the Wii Fit, but it, it bears repeating. The girl is not only obsessed with it; she's really good at it. Mm-hmm. She is. She's getting all the balance games. She even does yoga every now and then. Yeah, and she does the different uh, strength exercises. She's crazy, and she does running. Yeah, it's not like she just does the fun stuff. She does everything, she and does. she will stress and and like I got three stars, and and then if she only gets one star, she'll just keep working at it and working mm-hmm. at it. And some of it, though, she's told me, um, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> she just quit. Yeah, I'm not good at it. I'm not. And, and th- there was times where I was doing some stuff, and she would be beside me doing it, even though she doesn't have her own board, you know. And uh, the lady's like, don't give up. Don't give up. And she's like, I'm giving up. <laughs> yeah, she's she talking did. to the lady. She gave up with yoga. <laughs> she didn't like it at first. Now she does it every oh, now and yeah. then. yeah. She loves it. So, yeah, uh, Jenna on the Wii Fit. And then um, who tell, – tell a story about Jenna's hero. Okay. What was that? Um, my mom is putting together a book for my grandmother. It's all these, um, it's called a cousin's book. Anyway, it's all the information about the different cousins. And um, one of the, so I had to fill out all this information for Jenna and the baby, which the baby's was kind of hard since he didn't talk. But anyway, so um, one of the questions was, who is your biggest hero? And I asked Jenna and she said, daddy. Yeah. She didn't even hesitate. I didn't even know if she knew what a hero was. She doesn't. She said, That's why she answered so quickly. <laughs> she said, daddy. Yeah, it must have been easier. You said it was hard filling out dunders. Well. You know, it, what, who's your favorite hero? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. What do you want to eat? Uh, or what's your favorite food? Well, I got one, but I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's your favorite TV show? I don't know. Well, I don't know what TV is. So, I, I would have done it just for the laughs. Um, speaking of dunder, Mm-hmm. My, I have it here in the show notes. Dunder is slow. Oh, no. Why? I've decided. He can't talk yet. He's 11 months old. He doesn't say one t- intelligible thing. He kind of says mum No, he doesn't. He does. I've heard him. No. that, that He's saying mum-ra from, from, uh, <laughs> from uh, Thundercats. Don't say Dunder's slow. He's slow. And, and he doesn't walk yet. Oh, my gosh. Um, he... He can walk if he's holding on to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so can you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. He, just, and he blows spit bubbles. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> he, he can do it very well, which is scary. Yeah, it he, is. he puts his lips together, greases them up, 
and blows a spit bubble, a big one too. But I'll tell you, for him not talking, he sure seems to understand English pretty stinking well. Oh, he well. does. Today, when he was crying and screaming at the table, I'll be, you heard me get on mm-hmm. to him. He straightened right up, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, sure he knew. Did. He knows. Well, it's it's weird with the second kid because I th- I feel like subconsciously we compare him to Jenna, and she's huge, and so. We it, he looks more like a baby than Jenna did when it was just her at his age, mm-hmm. and I think we had higher expectations for her. I know we did. Oh yeah, the first always has the higher expectations. And so he does stuff like he started hitting, mm-hmm. you know, and it and it seems like a baby hit because he just gets excited, he slaps you in the face, and and we're gonna have to start getting him on that. I yeah. started today because it's okay to slap your, you know, your dolls. It's okay to slap the floor. It's I think it's okay to slap the tray on your. Um, High chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay to slap your sister, but it's not okay to slap, to your, slap parents. your parents. Yeah, exactly right. So uh, Dunder, Dunder, he's good in some things. Spit bubbles, mm-hmm. saying. <laughs> uh, he um he plays with toys way he better. Does. He does. He knows how to push buttons with his single finger. His little pointer finger. We've mentioned on other shows. He has this weird thing. Always has where he doesn't use all his fingers. He points with one finger. Which doesn't actually help his look at all. No, it does make him look a little special. <laughs> okay, so not making fun of special people. No. Okay. Uh, what do you mean we're special? <laughs> okay, uh, so I uh, TV. I want to talk a little bit about TV because we don't. I don't really watch TV anymore. I'm done. I don't watch Heroes. What about Mentalist? I haven't seen Mentalist for a while. What's going on? What's going on? They with the always stop the shows during the holidays. Yeah, I understand that. The new shows. I guess now I do. You didn't understand before. No, I don't understand schedules. Mm. I know there's 24 episodes typically, unless there's a writer's strike, and there's 52 weeks out of the year, and there's seasons, and I don't know. Everybody seems to start at different times, skip shows. The seasons are over right before summer, pretty much, mm. for the most part. Yeah, I don't get it, but. Um, I just wanted to ask this question. What are you watching? Because you're still watching TV. What are you recording on the Media Center and watching? I've been watching Law & Order lately. Are these old episodes or, or current up-to-date no, ones? they're old, I think. I don't know. The whole show looks old to me anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of like a boring CSI. Like, not boring. Like, the show's not boring, but the people seem boring. They're not as racy or as edgy as CSI. I thought you were going to say racist. No, they're not really racy. Okay. Racist. What does racy mean in this context? Edgy. Okay. Like your look was edgy that one time. You don't know what I'm talking Mm-mm. about, do you? I don't have a clue. Anyway, That's sorry. such an inside joke that I don't even know what it means. <laughs> anyway. If you know what she's talking about, write in. Um, so you're watching that. Anything else? Anything else good? Oh, what channel are you recording that off of? Do you know? Like, no. is it is it FX? No, or the CW. I think it's USA. Okay, so it's probably reruns, but or maybe yeah, it is definitely not. reruns because that's on the network. So okay, um, so yeah, if you guys have something in common with Jen, write in, talk about it. Any other good shows out there that you're watching other than than uh, like we said, The Mentalist? Um, no, I used to watch House, but it's not on there anymore. Have they canceled it? No, I think it got canceled off of our media center. Mm. Hmm, that so, happens sometimes with my the, show. The Mentalist the might The only have show I record it. is Star Wars Clone Wars. And there's an episode on there, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I got it. Thank you. Thank you. I already watched it. <laughs> and deleted it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you about it if you're nice for the rest of the show. Uh, what did it say? <sighs> I forgot. Something um, about TV. TV. Who cares? Uh, 
Let's see. I thought I had some point about television. I got you a movie for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's what I wanted to talk about. Chronicles of Narnia. I've seen it. I know. Or not Chronicles of Narnia. It's the second one. <laughs> Prince, Prince Calispo. Okay. Caspian. Calypso is what I was trying to say. Um, yeah, it's really good. I like it at the end when he dies. Oh, my gosh. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> You're such a liar. Anyway, let's move on. Don't work. Oh, man. <laughs> You're such a major spoiler. <laughs> um, here's the Ask Jen segment. Let's get along with this. I don't know that it's really an Ask Jen, but it's the only thing wow. we had. I'm telling you, when we don't do shows, people don't write us. I know. People don't care. Um, this one is from a guy that, that wrote in for Nobody's Listening, so you'll have to bear with some of the stuff that he talks about that you probably won't know about. Okay. Hey, guys. I learned about this show from NLCast. He's also from, like, Saskatchewan or something. I don't remember where, but okay. I learned about this show from NLCast, so great work. He says, I listened to one of your old episodes entitled The Right Guy. I was wondering when you guys will be doing one called The Right Girl. Also, we would like to hear a story of how you guys actually met. I totally agree with you. The mentalist rocks. I just wonder what will happen when he finally discovers who his family's killer was. And by the way, this was the listener that made his classmates drink the ink from the pen. Ever since that episode, I will go by ink drink. So keep up the good work, ink drink. So if you want to find out what he's talking about, there's an episode called ink drink uh, on uh, nlcast.com. But... uh, so I guess his question is, are we ever going to do an episode called The Right Girl? Didn't uh, our Right Guy episode pretty much all of – wasn't it kind of unisex? Yeah, and that's I guess that's the point we need to make is those concepts apply whether you're a guy or a girl. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep, because we were both telling our story. And as far as um, telling our, our real story you know, of how we met, we kind of did that too. But I've had more than him ask us. To just break it down one good time. So um, let's do that real quick. Okay. Um, it was, it was uh, what year was it? 1992. Yeah, 1992. Um, we started dating, and four years later we got married, and 13 years later, here we are. All right. So uh, maybe wow. we'll spend some more time on it on a future episode. So if you have any questions for Ask Jen... That's not really her name. Her name is just Jen. But the Ask Jen segment... <laughs> uh, send your questions to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Do that today. And uh, Jen will draw you a picture. I was ready to, to go into a big, long spiel no, about time for that mess. how I, we stared into each other's eyes yeah. and I fainted. and that That's you were, Twilight again. <laughs> you were a vampire. I was carved out of ivory <laughs> soap. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's the mushiest book I ever... Let's talk about it real quick. That's All I right. guess that's what I was trying to think about earlier. You're We're reading again. Mm-hmm. And you never stop. But I always wait. And I read these controversial books. And they're controversial because of the Christian slant. You know, Harry Potter's of the devil. And, and uh, what was it? Uh, the, the Oh, what was the guy that wrote Angels and Demons? Um, oh, um, Dan Brown. Yeah, with Da Vinci Code, you know. Yeah, that was kind of edgy. And, uh, and then... And then, you know, now Twilight, you know, is the big one out there. Is it a big is it, it is. a big deal? It is. It's okay. a debacle for the for the, for the Christian world. Yeah, anything popular, um, we get really mm. jealous and angry about. So Jen Jen read it and I'm reading it and uh, she's on the third book. Yes. Now. She bought it today. Um, my impressions of the first book are so far, the first three quarters of it. Is a bunch of mushy, mushy, mush, 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 mush. Well, it's written by a girl, and it's written for teenagers. Yeah. 
But give it a little Teenage time. Teenage girls. It's got a little action in it. Yeah, it's got some action, all right. Not that action. You know, I do have to say, uh, even though the subject matter of the book is, I guess, kind of questionable, mm-hmm. the actual book is quite clean as far as yeah. language or <laughs> sex or any of that kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, opposing this thing on a moral level would be ridiculous at, at a certain point because, yeah, there's, there's – I don't remember any language. There's no sex in this book. Um, of course, I haven't finished yet. No, there's none in the okay, book. Okay, good. I can um, confirm. There's it, been no, none in any of the books. I mean, there's there's hardly anything past holding hands and, and kissing, you know, like mm-hmm. a peck, not even makey-outy stuff. And, uh, you know, find that anywhere anymore. The other thing that I really appreciated about uh, Edward, the character Edward, who is the, the, the vampire, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Um, is he is the symbol He's inspirational as far as abstaining, this abstinence kind of thing. And I'm not just talking about from sex. I'm talking about just from addictions and and self-discipline, this whole thing about self-discipline. This guy, you know, is attracted to this girl in in this vampire way, but he... Vampire way. You know know how he is. He's one of them uh, vampires. Uh, But he he abstains. And, And there's this theme of if you love someone, you can do anything for them. And I think that's a message that could ring out loud and proud to all the geeks out there mm. um, about World of Warcraft specifically. <laughs> what, quitting it? Yeah, I'm staining. <laughs> as good as it is. Matter of fact, I just wrote up a script for the Geek Loves Nerd uh, comic, web comic at NLCast.com twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, that uh, had to do with World of Warcraft. So cool. I'm looking forward to doing that one up. You'll get a kick out of it. So yeah, yeah, reading reading those. I, I well, my those were my impressions. What what do you want to say about Twilight? Um, I did think part of that first book was kind of mushy, but um, but I'm really interested. I really liked the series. First two books, I really liked them. Yeah, some of the folks on Twitter said that the first book was their least favorite out of all of them. Mm. That they get better and better. And you'd mentioned that this was her first novel. I think so. I'm not absolutely sure, but I'm pretty sure that's what it said in the yeah, back. Yeah, there are some dead giveaways. I mean, like the coloring pictures in there and the crosswords. It's oh, just, my gosh. It's <laughs> I wish I could write a first novel that would be a New York Times bestseller. Yeah, that would be sweet. I wish you could, too. What are you doing with your life? We'd never have to. Uh, we'd be pretty set. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to hit our main topic. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about teaching kids gratefulness, thankfulness. Appreciation. And how to pay. For their sins. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I was thinking money, how to pay for their own food, pay their own way. They need to. It'd be really cool. But uh, give us an allowance. We'll be right back. Please hold for a very important message. Give me some candy now. What? All right, we're back. And uh, again, our topic this week is, uh, and maybe this month, depends on how many shows we do. <laughs> love to get back in the weekly schedule. Uh, it's talking about teaching kids gratefulness. This was your idea, so why don't you lead it off? Um, the whole reason I came up with the idea was I always think about how, like, when I was a kid and also when you were too, we didn't have a lot and we came from big families, so we didn't do a lot. So anytime we got to go do something or we got something extra or something special or got to go out to eat, we got really excited about it and mm-hmm. we were so happy and so grateful and so, I don't know, it was just a great thing. It was a lot of peed pants. In my family. Really? Yeah, because of that stuff. Mm. Get really excited. Anyway. We're like dachshunds. <laughs> You're weird. Anyway, but um, the other day we took Jenna to uh, Kaleidoscope, which is a, an, 
a thing here in Kansas City. It's a City. genius idea. It's, uh, what, Hallmark? Uh-huh, Hallmark does it. They have all this scrap paper and stuff, and they put it in this room and let kids create stuff out of it. It's gorgeous. And it's free. Free is the best part. It's very cool. Anyway, we took Jenna to this, and, uh, and she had a great time, and we're leaving, and uh, we'll go walk around, because it's uh, right near this kind of a... What, it's what called kind Crown of Center. Crown Center. It's like a mall, kind of like a mall. Anyway, so we walked around a little it's like bit. A center. After that, and um, she said she wanted ice cream. She wanted dessert, and and, and um, it sounded like a great idea. By the way, I just want to say that right now. What did the dessert? The, the ice cream. Why didn't we? Because we didn't have the money. Oh, we're doing free stuff. <laughs> What's this wrong is with a free, free day? You're <laughs> poor. We just said I wanted to do ice cream too. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> it isn't, but it was a good idea. I just, Jenna, when you're listening to this, when you're 22, <laughs> sweetheart, it was a good idea. It was a great idea. <laughs> we just didn't do it no. for whatever reason. Anyway, we um so but we decided not to do anything. Well, we hadn't like eaten that. for one thing. Had we not? No. We oh. hadn't eaten. And uh, the other thing, yeah, because we need to go home and eat. And then the other part was it was just a money thing. You can't go out and get ice cream for a couple of bucks unless it's at, like, you know. McDonald's. McDonald's, which would have been fine with her. But we're, we're right. She's seeing this, you know, Maggie Moo's mix-in, Culver's, mm-hmm. whatever, Cold sure Stone Creamery yeah, place. Yeah, it would have cost us like 10 bucks yeah. at least. Yeah. It's like the iPod of ice creams. Mm-hmm. Who needs that? I don't. <laughs> Me neither. Anyway, so we didn't get the ice cream. So Jenna about has a huge meltdown mm-hmm. right there in the store or wherever we were. And, um, you know, it's about to throw this huge fit. And, you know, I was almost inclined to, like, let's just get our ice cream because, you know, we did this whole day for her. We certainly weren't doing it for ourselves and, or But the what baby. was your motivation behind that? It wasn't to shut her up. No, my motivation was let's – I – want her to have a great day and she's only going to remember that i didn't get ice cream and i was really inclined to just get her the ice cream just so she wouldn't you know would remember it as a good day but we didn't end up doing it we didn't want her to remember a good day i want her to remember that we (laughs) hate her no no but um and you can kind of take over here because you're the one who kind of stepped in and you you kind of knew knew what to say to her because i was kind of at a loss i didn't know what to say to her because she kept it up and we said no we're not going to do it and in the car it finally you know i just kind of sat in silence for a while and i don't know i've said it before if there's anything i just kind of know how to do it's how to talk to kids and it's my job but it also comes into play with with these guys and um or with my own kids and I realized it at some moment, you know, whatever the reason we didn't get ice cream is is ridiculous. It didn't matter. The point was that she had had a great experience. Her entire family had taken, you know, gotten ready, drove there, done all this, waited in line, got tickets, you know, ushered her around and helped her create. You know, we didn't do it for the boy. We didn't do it. You said it earlier. We didn't do it for us. Mm-hmm. did it for her. And we took her to this place. We did all this stuff. Hours and hours invested. And she still wasn't satisfied yeah and at the end of the day she it wasn't about appeasing her or making it a great she runs the tendency and we i think we said it even at the disney episode of never having quite enough mm-hmm. she always wants a little more and a little more yeah and, and that ain't next? just her that's human nature mm-hmm. i think that's what makes this world kind of a, a, a hades to live in sometimes is nobody ever can get enough um so that when I realized that that was the issue more than anything, that's when I knew what to say. And I, and though she's four, 
she is an intelligent little monkey. And I just flatly said, Jenna, you know, you need to be thankful. You need to be thankful. We took you to this place and you had a great time. And when you say that you want ice cream and you pitch a fit, it makes us feel sad and feel sorry. Um, that and we, It makes us think that you don't appreciate what you did. You've All you've done is complained about what you didn't get to do. And I haven't heard you say one word of thanks. You haven't said, thank you, Mommy. Thank you, Daddy, uh, for taking me to this place. You haven't done that at all. And I don't want to hear anything else about what you didn't get to do. Because she pulled that mess, you know, with Disney World. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we came back, she had seen all these characters. But she didn't see... uh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. She saw her in a parade, but she didn't get to talk to her. Even though she had breakfast with every single yeah, princess. But she focused on that one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's just a part of her personality that we need to to destroy. <laughs> you know, that's for these new agey people. You know, don't spank your children. Don't correct them. You'll kill their personality. Well, there's parts of kids' personalities that need to be killed. <laughs> yeah. It's called pruning, people. You do it with fruit trees and rose bushes and children. And children. Okay? So, um... I was, I was, I wasn't, I didn't yell, but I was very firm and I was very matter of fact and I didn't butter it up or wet it down or, or whatever. I just told her and she sat there and I, I, if, if I'm telling this wrong, let me know. But I think she sat there for a while and after a while she did say thank you. She did. She did. And And you could tell she thought about it. She really thought about it. too. And, uh, and then, and then it kind of came full circle because tonight. She was she was eating this uh, meal that you'd prepared, mm-hmm. and um, I loved it. It was some sort of chicken chili stuff. What is it? What was it? Turkey it's chili. Actually, yeah. It looked horrid in the pan. I'm going to just tell you right now. <laughs> when I came in, I smelled onions. And onions, man, you know they'll make you come from three miles away to see what's cooking. Onions smell so great. But when I looked in that pan, I was like, oh, crap. She's making meatloaf. Because it was this paste, this meat oh, paste. it was turkey. It was ground turkey. And ground turkey looks like toothpaste, pink yeah, toothpaste. It is, is the grossest gross. looking stuff in the world. But I'm going to tell you, it cooked up good. It's some recipe my sister had. If you want it, uh, email us at Geek Loves Nerd. It was awesome. It had some sort of uh, beans and, and then the turkey. And uh, it's, it's kind of a white. It had uh, cream in it or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Sour gosh. cream. And, so good. Yeah. Uh, I ate two bowls. And I don't even like chili. So you don't like great. anything. So it was I don't really... like jack squat. So anyway, yeah. all that to say, um, my daughter was struggling to eat it. And she started this mess where she was like, yucky, 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 as she's you know, trying to convince herself to eat it. And I realized again, this was a teachable moment. And I said, Jenna, you don't need to say yucky. Your mom has been in here cooking and she cut up those onions and she, she uh, you know, uh, took that meat paste and formed it in the shape of a goat's head and mounted it on the... No, she she cooked this stuff up and she did all this stuff. I said, and when you say yucky, I said, it it probably is... Uh, it, it's just saying something bad. I said, would you like it if you drew a picture, brought it to mommy, and she said it was ugly. And she kind of sat and thought you could tell it clicked. You know, mm-hmm. that was an example on her level. And I says, you know, because you might not like this. I said, but it's not yucky. I said, dog poop is yucky. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> we don't eat that. We eat people food. I'm like, exactly. So you might not like it, but it's not yucky. Okay, don't say that. And so, um, you know, again, she learned again about being thankful. about. She might not like it, but she learned to appreciate it on a different level. Because, mm-hmm. you know, kids don't think about that kind of stuff. No, they don't. And I guess what me and you got to talking about, and you, you addressed it at the beginning of this of this discussion, 
uh, was this whole idea of, of coming from a background of less than. I mean, we weren't the dirtiest, poorest people on the planet. No, not but, at all, but we were definitely both from families that didn't have what other people had. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get fruit roll-ups in my lunch, you know. Uh, I didn't get snack packs and, and, and Capri Sun juice boxes and all, or juice bags. That you stab through <laughs> stupid thing. They've perfected those now, but back yeah. then they were like booby traps. They were traps. very hard, and the straw was always gone. Uh, and um, you know, I didn't get all that. Uh, no, we didn't go out to eat very often. No that kind of stuff. Uh huh. And uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, garage sales in my life, and, and <laughs> hand me down clothes, and I could tell you stories <laughs> <laughs> of, of a, specifically a kid that held me down at school. And uh, turned over the back of my pants and read his name out loud because I'd gotten them from his mom's garage sale. sale that would be so awful. Weekend. No, my life was not quite that traumatic. That but uh, <laughs> I mean, if I haven't told that story on, on nobody's listening, I sure enough need to. You need to because it makes me laugh. Oh my goodness, it's so awful. <laughs> okay, so um, so yeah, uh, okay, so we we come from these lives and then. You know, the, the obvious thing is you, you want to provide a life for your kids, uh, not of excess, but one that, that they don't have to struggle with that. Stuff like not being cold at night. I never mm-hmm. want to be cold at night again. No, me neither. You know, I don't ever want to have to have my kids, I wake up and they're sleeping in front of the kerosene heater. You know, I just don't want that for them. Um, I don't want to have a timer on my, on my uh, water heater. No, and have it actually be yeah. off at some point. Yeah, <laughs> like if you need to get up in the middle of the night for some reason and take a shower and it's freezing cold. Oh, that'd be so, awful. So, you know, stuff like that. I don't ever want that for my kids. I, I don't want to have to cook a big pot of stew and have to eat off it for the whole week. And some people go, oh, boy, you don't know eating until you eat that. Eh, it ain't that great. It would be easier for me. But what happens is they don't, <laughs> they don't have a reference point. Right. And their life is their life. And That's right. You get can, used to things no matter what they are. And I and we've seen it in especially in the circumstance we're at where we where we work and all that. Uh these people that are one generation away from poverty. You know, their parents were were in Mexico, you know, third world Me- mm-hmm. part of Mexico or their parents were in the ghetto and they've they've provided a nearly or at middle class life for their kids and the kids don't have a clue. Right. And, and and now I've seen both sides. We've got one friend who moved uh out of the out of the hood and her kids are are doing great. One's in college and all this kind of stuff. Um anyway, point being, I'm getting a little out of out of there, but ha- the the balance of this is yes, we provide these things for our kids, but we have to teach them how to be uh, grateful, not the old school way. <laughs> Just taking everything. I, I, no, <laughs> I used to walk uphill to school both yeah. ways and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, the only way that would be possible is if school was on the other side of a hill. Mm. I always imagined that the school was on top of the hill. How could you walk up both ways? Well, if you had to walk to school up the hill and then down to the school uh, and yeah. then go home and walk up and down That's on the probably side. especially hard to imagine when you lived in Georgia where there were, there no, were no hills. There were no hills other than overpasses. <laughs> South Georgia. North Georgia yeah, has mountains. That's but true. Kind of. Um, foothills, I suppose. So, um, you know, what is what is that? I mean, I guess I pose that question to you. What is that balance of providing for a kid's needs? And, and even to a certain extent, you know, our kids, I would say, are spoiled. Luckily, not by us. 
Mm-hmm. But because of extended family, they are. They have more than we ever thought of having. My gosh. Yeah. How do you how do you teach kids to be thankful? How do you how do you provide an atmosphere that instigates that? I don't know. I mean, whatever we're doing seems to be working in some level because she does seem to. I don't know. She's. It's like she's noticing stuff, and I think a lot of it's like you were talking about, just telling her, teaching her. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I felt like what what we did in that car. And I say we because you back me up 100%, is we did more than just get on to her for her attitude. I don't know that I even got on to her. I just told her mm-hmm. the truth about what she couldn't see, the, the right. part behind all this, you know, the, the effect that her attitude had on her parents. And I know one thing I, I've told her a lot, and I've told her this for years, is when you have a good attitude, good things happen. Mm-hmm. When you have mm-hmm. good behavior, good things happen. When you have bad attitudes and bad behavior, bad things happen. And and that is a theme that I've I've referred back to over and over and over, and I think I referenced it on that one, that when we, we – yeah, when we take you out to fun stuff and all we remember is on the way home you had a bad attitude – it's not going to make us want to take you to more fun stuff later. Mm-hmm. And you can sometimes see it in her head where she's running this stuff back through mm-hmm. in a situation where she wants to keep doing something, but she's remembering, hey, if I have a fit, then good things aren't going to happen. Well, like have we seen any – I mean, I, I, I'm asking this question as a lead-in, but have we seen any changes in her behavior uh, since that that conference? Yeah, I've, I've noticed that um, she – like especially if she's being bad and then she gets disciplined for it, she'll come back and say, "Mommy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was had a bad attitude, or I'm sorry I had a fit, or I'm sorry I did this." And that's huge. It's like she's totally thinking about, "Okay, I'm I'm being bad, and and this is hurting mom." Yeah, yeah, it had an effect on my family, mm-hmm. people I care about, and yeah. I think that door was a huge one to open in her heart, in her heart, and in her mm-hmm. head. Um, she's always been somebody that cares about other people. Yes, she does. You know, she really she's does. always been concerned, like if she accidentally hits somebody or hurts somebody or, you know, Daddy, did I hurt you? But I think she just didn't realize that there was a kind of hurt that you couldn't see mm-hmm. and, and an effect that, you know, adults are able to just kind of gloss over. But I felt like it was important to let her know. But I think the balance is you just don't want to go crazy. You don't want to go old school with them. Um and just just let your kids know with love and with patience. And again, like we talked about on our discipline episode, I think we did a discipline episode, didn't we? I thought we yeah. did. Yeah, um, just that that the long term goal. If it's not cool at at four or twelve, it's not cool at four. Right. And um and that's the way we did it. And I think what the, the way you handled it that I think I liked the best is. It would have been the tendency, especially if she kept up with the attitude, to just, you know, yell at her, to scream, yeah, to, to shut up and sit back there. And to make the day actually be a bad memory in her mm-hmm. mind because she wouldn't remember her being bad. She just remember being in trouble. But you very calmly explained to her what, you know, her, you know, everything. And, um, and, that I think was a lot more effective because she wasn't feeling like she was in trouble. She was just understanding. Mm hmm. That that she was doing something wrong. I don't know. But I think that was definitely the way to go. Much better than, you know, just yelling or... Well, and more than that, was it about her shutting her up? Or was it about helping her in the big picture learn to be satisfied? Mm-hmm. Because you and I know somebody that is never satisfied with anything ever. Mm-hmm. Very old somebody. <laughs> Very mean somebody. And this person... 
must be the most miserable person in the planet because even people that are hard, you know, totally selflessly serving her, she sees evil in it. She sees a shortcoming. It's never enough. Why are you cheating me? She can't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's an extreme example. But I believe Jen- Jenna would have had that tendency to never be satisfied. She would have she would be a very frustrating wife, <laughs> you yeah. know, in the future, a very frustrating friend, a very mm-hmm. frustrating sibling and a very frustrating daughter. Yeah. And so it's more again that we said it on the discipline episode. I really feel like you have to go for the long term stuff. And, and, and this is not about making her be good. It was about making her be more like Christ and, 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 you know, gratefulness, thankfulness. You know, those are good things to to uh, grow in a kid to nurture and then, then we spanked her. No, I'm kidding. No, we didn't. <laughs> we beat her senseless. Well, the other thing is, you know, it's it'll keep her from un- enjoying the really cool stuff yep. in her life, like Disney World, yep. like Christmas, like, you know, any big events that come up. I mean, it, where she just, it's like she gets a taste for something really fun and she just wants it to keep on forever and ever and ever. And she needs to learn how to deal with that. But as we all do. Yeah. Yeah. Because she did get this honestly. Yeah, from you. Wow. <laughs> oh, Lord. If you only knew how many times I've heard her say stuff that you said to me. Oh, I, I want to do something fun. What are we doing tomorrow? What's today? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I want to map out every square inch of my entire <laughs> life right now on paper. I want to dictate every micro minute. Oh, Sorry. Lord. It's okay. I think it's cute. <laughs> not all the time. It's just not in stereo. <laughs> I liked it when it was just coming from one direction. Oh, man. So, yeah, if you have any feedback, comments, input, uh, be feel free. Geeklovesnerd at gmail.com or you can call it in at 206-600-5704. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, let's do some uh, voicemails and emails real quick. We don't have any voicemails. Okay. So, we'll so just we do can emails. do some emails. Yeah. Hey, James and Jen. I just wanted to wish you both a Merry Christmas. Loved the Love Languages episode. It was very funny and informative, but I wish it were longer. Keep up the great job. Stacy Card, Oklahoma City. It might have been longer if we'd read the book. <laughs> we had a half a clue what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Maybe we'll revisit that. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, hi, James and Jen. Just listened to uh, 1218's Geek Loves Nerd. Good, good show. Uh, you know, I've wondered if Love Languages... Uh, I can't actually say that phrase. Love languishes. Um, I wondered if love languages should be more important to people when looking for a spouse, as I guess opposed to after. Uh, the other thing I've noticed is how backwards it is when engaged couples go to pre-marriage counseling with a pastor who is going to marry them. You know what I mean? After you get engaged to be married, then you go uh, to meet several times with the pastor to talk about what marriage is supposed to be like and what to expect. Isn't that backwards? Shouldn't you do all that before you pop the question? Of course, it's not as romantic, but divorce isn't very romantic either. Uh, just seems like a case of putting the cart before the horse. Since I speak English, I would have a hard time marrying someone who spoke French. Uh, so you shouldn't seek someone who you speak the same love language as yourself. Or shouldn't you seek someone who speaks the same love language as yourself? Just some thoughts. Love the show, Mark. Um, well, I'm not sure that you need to speak the same love language. I don't think anybody could ever be – I mean there's always the chance of being compatible in that way. But I my, uh, I think the core the, 
I mean, you make a good point about about knowing things ahead of time, but I don't know that I would specify that love languages would be yeah. uh, the big thing. The reason why we brought it up is because there's people who are married 13 years plus, and they've been you know trying to show love to the other person, and the other person's not really seeing it, and they're looking for it in a different area. And so the love languages idea is a great one for existing couples because it helps them open up uh, you know, the possibility of, I think, both that this is how he shows me love even though it's not the way I necessarily need it. And then it tells him, well, this is some ways I can show her love in her language. Um, yeah, it has to do a lot with communication too, yeah. communicating to each other more than, I don't know, it's just a means to communicate. Yeah, it's just one one more way. But I, I would agree with you in a broad sense that, uh, I mean, obviously we're doing something wrong in marriages in America. I mean, what is 60% of men in divorce, whether mm-hmm. you're Christian or not? Uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, but what I would say is is it's not I, – I don't blame the pastor or any kind of premarital counseling. I think that's an attempt uh, – I think that's an attempt by the church to make up for a shortcoming in families. You're supposed to learn about marriage from your from your mom and your dad. Mm-hmm. You know your grandparents. You're supposed to see this kind of stuff, but we're learning about it through the media and through songs. Because because we've know, got parents that aren't together that, are, that aren't together yeah. and are split up, and we don't see an example. Mm-hmm. And and we're basing our values for our marriage on fears and and things we don't want to do more than things we do want to do. Yeah, because we haven't seen good examples, and uh, you know we're in a we're in a culture that downplays commitment and makes it look stupid and cheap and every sitcom makes husbands that are committed and loyal look like idiots have you ever noticed that mm-hmm. every married man on television is an idiot and um i think the other thing too is a lot of people rush into it because it's kind of like a fun thing to do yeah it's, the idea of getting married is more fun than being married well we talked about that in that yeah. in that uh and so perfect guy or whatever so i mean more than <coughs> You know, counseling ahead of time, it's just a matter of making sure you take the time to get to know the person. Yeah. Which, yeah, we've already talked well, that about that. always bugged but. me in college where these guys and girls were talking about this perfect person out there and how God was preparing them just for them. And I'm like, you've got, you've got it so jacked up because the person you're wanting, you're not even worthy of. Mm-hmm. It ain't, it, it might, it probably ain't that God's preparing them. He's, he's trying to get your attention. Um, so, you know, again, I think we said that be the person. That is worthy of the person that you want to marry. And hold out for it, dadgummit. People sell themselves short so much. And uh, marriage is the closest thing to heaven or the closest thing to Hades. And uh, it it is never in between. And it's worth waiting for. All right. Uh, I'm still catching up as a new listener. And I just finished show 14. Regarding finding the right person to share your life with. I have to say, I really hope you do more shows like this. I am happily married for almost 14 years to a man I met at age 17 and married the day after high school graduation. Um, We are as opposite as two people can be. I'm a romance author, and he likes Jeeps. (laughs) (laughs) Romantic Jeeps. And yet, the decision to marry so young, which would have been a huge disaster, has proven to be the greatest decision of our lives. Uh, Like the two of you, who are adorable together, by the way, Our opposites are negated by the things we do have in common. The bigger picture things like morals, our children, the way we treat each other. And what you said about the right person making you want to be a better version of yourself. Amen. Uh, That is the best tip that could be given to singles. I think you nailed it right on the head. Love you too. Please touch more life topics like these, Heather. So, um, Heather, thanks. 
the only thing I would say right off the bat is what kind of life topics would you like us to touch on? You know, because I don't know. I think I think we about hit everything. Pretty much. Short of taxes. Mm, I could talk about that, but yeah. you wouldn't have a lot to add. <laughs> We should do one on – have we done a money management? Yep, we did. Yeah, we did. We did. But, you know, you can always revisit some of these topics mm-hmm. and stuff. But um, thanks, Heather. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, there's always those uh, those lucky things like that that, you know, marriage just works out. But I think when you have the core stuff together before you get married – and that, I guess that's what I was trying to tell Mark earlier in the last email – is uh, the stuff that you really need to have in sync is your relationship with God – your morals that are based off of that, um, and then the the concepts and the ideas that you have about marriage. You need to discuss those things before you pop the question. Um, I think there should be more phases. I think you know there's there's de- meeting and talking to them, and then dating them, and then that that dating thing can be all big and huge, and then all of a sudden you're you're engaged. I think the next step would be the hope for the future phase. And it would be a non-committal conversation about where you just say, "Okay, we've been dating for a year, or we've been dating for three months or four months. I'm 18, I'm 21, I'm 37, whatever it is. I don't want to waste any more time if we're not at this point going to start dating with the intention of thinking about possibly getting engaged. It's not any. It's not going to be for fun. We're not just going to go for movies. We are going to start learning each other, talking about deeper topics, and preparing for engagement. That's I. I that's the way we did it. Do you yeah. remember that conversation we had? No. Stupid as anything, but we did. We had that conversation, and we called it "Hope for the Future." That's what I did. You don't remember that? No. <laughs> My plan is working. <laughs> I need three hundred dollars given to the Save the James Fund. What for? Hope for the future. Hope for the future. Do you remember three hundred dollars you deposited earlier in my account? No. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. What do you think, Jen? I, I think it was a good happy. Yeah. Uh, website. Check it out. Geeklovesnerd.com. Email Jen and tell her to start blogging. I'm thinking about it because she wanted to be a journalism major for a while there. Yeah. She I did. also wanted to be a lawyer and a doctor. And she wrote for the paper in our small town. Mm-hmm. She covered stories. I did. And um, she was good at it. So uh, email her at geeklovesnerd at gmail.com and tell her that. Uh, visit our forums. Um, we share forums with Nobody's Listening. Um, but it, you can find those at geeklovesnerd.com. Click on forums and join. There's a lot of good folks that think and, and uh, feel the same way you do. And they like discussing stuff. So check it out, and then give us a call, 206-600-5704. I guess till next time. I loved you. I loved you, too. Hey, before we play the theme song, people Uh are asking, what does that mean? I loved you? Yeah. It means like we used to love each other, but we don't anymore. Yeah, it's an inside joke between the two of us um, where when we were mad at each other or we were pretend mad, you know, like – Something, or I was staying up to play video games or finish a movie and she was going to bed, or or if I asked her for something and she wasn't going to do it, um, I would say, okay, good night. I loved you. Mm-hmm. And she would say, I loved you too. Loved you <laughs> Past tense. once. And so that's it's all over. That's what that means. So, Jen, uh, I loved you. I loved you too.